that? It's J.W. Blunt. Is that Taco Mosh or is that just J.W. Blunt? This is just you by yourself, J.W. Blunting? Yeah. It's like surf rock. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the happy hour here. The happiest hour of two hours of comedy in San Francisco. If you've been listening to MutinyRadio.fm and .sf, you were listening to the JW Megawig show that was just before this show. It's a great show. JW Megawig, the candy man. Also in a band called Taco Mosh, which is rad, which makes me think about lesbians. Taco Mosh, right? That's like the coolest. It has so many. Hi, Sarah! Yay! We're all here. Yay! Clap it up for Mutiny Radio. Hooray, we did it. I'm your host tonight, Pam Benjamin, running the ones and twos and back. Chad Stein of my brilliant buddies. Yay! My brilliant buddies, Thursdays from 2 to 4. Yay! My pants are from 1988. My pants are older than you. My pants are older than you and you. I think, I don't know, I can't tell. It's uh, it's hard to, you don't have any wrinkles yet. You probably remember these pants from 1988, right? Yeah, my pants are older than you. My pants are 34 years, my pants are older than you. I used to get made fun of in high school for wearing these pants. They were like, you're so weird, why do you wear, and I was like, these are the coolest pants. It's visual jokes for the radio. That's how, that's where we're going. Everyone right now, that's good. Woo! I saw it again today. I live in the Tenderloin. You know who's in the Tenderloin now? Cute cops. Cute cops. They've been hiring SFPD. I used to hate them. Now I love them. They are. If you're going to have to move some questionably housed people or get that little Asian lady's blanket store out of the way, who better to do it than a cute cop? Oh, looking at the butts. I'm really, I'm liking what SFPD is doing. So I smiled at a cop because <laughs> he was so cute and I wasn't wearing a mask. And if you're not wearing a mask, at least smile, you know, for feminism. But so I smiled at the cop and he smiled back and I wonder how many lives I saved. <laughs> Happy cops, don't shoot people, right? I don't know. Cute cops. I'm glad that they're taking suit because with the EMTs and the firemen, all firemen, hot, right? All EMTs, smoke shows. Why? How? I know why, because when you're dying, you want to have a reason to live while you're looking up. <laughs> They're looking down, you're looking up, and I have a reason to live. <laughs> you're so cute, you're an EMT. Give me fluids. <laughs> Give me your fluids. <laughs> Sorry, this. I'm just, I'm, I'm riffing, I'm being silly. Yay, uh, I'm a Monet. I look real good from far away. Uh, and you get close up and you're like, whoa, dots and slashes, what is holding this image together? <laughs> like, what is? I am art. Uh, <laughs> I have so much pubic hair, it's like I'm wearing a hair skirt. You can't see anything. It's a 1974 bush. That's when I was born, in 1974. It is dark. It is swampy. It is dangerous. No one can find Charlie. <laughs> so I named my clitoris Charlie. 
I have so much pubic hair, it's like I have a kitten in a headlock. So cute. You pet it. It's crazy, though, because women are supposed to quaff the crash site. I have no idea how to, I don't watch porn, so I don't know what any of this is supposed to look like on anybody else. <laughs> but in 1904, hi, in 1904, Gillette Razors, the company was introduced in 1904. And in 1904, if I didn't, or if you flashed a hairy ankle, you know, you'd be a disgusting slut. But now, if I don't shave from my big toe to my twat like a four-year-old girl, I'm a disgusting slut that no one wants to sleep with. Gross, gross, why do you have so much pubic hair? Gillette, the best a man can get. I'll never be good enough. Did, did you hear about the new Gillette razor? 13 blades, 13 blades for the closest shave. And the seventh blade is easily removable so you can slit your throat in the shower because you'll never be good enough. Gillette, the master man can kill every single forever. It's okay, I'm not afraid of being single. I have cats. I know, why would you want children, like little jam hands running around? They get everything sticky. They're so gross. This is a crazy thing about kids. I used to be a nanny, so I was paid to hang out with children. That's awesome. When you're a mom, you don't get shit. You don't get paid to hang out with these little monsters. It's crazy. No, I think Marx was the first feminist. He didn't know it, but he was because he was championing the means of production and he valued labor. When women go through labor, are we not the means of fucking production? Marx was a feminist. <laughs> I'm such a heavy-handed feminist. Do you know where the term heavy-handed comes from? When you used to beat your wife, you didn't want to use a heavy hand because you didn't want to leave a mark. So you just beat her softly, you know? Rule of thumb, you couldn't beat your wife with a stick larger than the width of your thumb. This is true, this is real stuff, everybody. That's the rule of thumb. When you want to shut that bitch up, you just got to use a small stick, thus spoke Zarathustra. Uh, <laughs> When you meet an old woman in the road, be sure you have a stick. This is literally in Nietzsche's book. Another German guy. Cool. All right, we're gonna let's start this up. This was this is I'm gonna listen back to this set because I was I was kind of off the rails and that was fun. Uh, yay! I'm your host, I Pam Benjamin. Yay! You're all comedians except for you and you. We've got two and him. We've got we've got four. We've got four real. Yeah, four real people with souls, not comedians. Uh, I'm really excited for your first comedian. Uh, he's very edgy. And I don't, where's Dorian? Oh, there he is. He's right in front of me. Put your hands together, everybody, for Dorian Chong. Yay! All right, what's up, everyone? Um, are there any uh, independent women out there? I guess I'm talking into the universe because this is the radio. What I'm trying to say is, if you date me, no one will ever question your independence. Like dating me is kind of like sponsoring the retarded kid from a third world country. For only $5 a day, he was able to learn how to dress himself. And now he comes with me to brunch. Next week, we're gonna work on making a charcuterie board. 
and he'll be holding my purse while I shop for another purse. I'm a winner, is what I'm saying. And, you know, I'm, uh, I'm like, big enough where other guys won't mess with you when we're out together, you know, but uh, I got to say, I'm not, I'm not going to beat anyone's ass. Like, that's just not in me. I'm kind of like uh, one of those home protection stickers, you know what I mean? It might, it might deter, like, most of the people, but if someone breaks in, you kind of wish you got the real thing. <laughs> I'm, um, if you guys can't tell, I am a six foot, but on Tinder, I'm six three. Now, I find it, I find it being uh, way easier to uh, catfish people online when you're a man. You know, as a man, I don't need to rely on filters or technology. I just lie with words. <laughs> you know? You know me on Tinder, I, I'm, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm a pedi pediatric doctor on the in like the cancer ward and on my free time I like to go volunteer at the animal shelter and enjoy a glass of wine while watching The Bachelor. Of course that shit's not true. As a matter of fact I don't like anything at all. Nothing. You know if my uh, online profile was real it would just be like me eating canned tuna all day. Every <laughs> single picture. Same clothing. Never change. And you might say you don't like anything not even music. No, I don't. As a matter of fact, I fucking hate music, and that's thanks to my neighbors next door who keeps blasting the bass. Come on in, dude. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> you know, I, uh, I got to say, like, uh, unwanted music for your neighbors is probably the worst thing you can hear. It's even worse than, like, children screaming or rearranging a furniture. I actually think uh, your neighbors blasting music is kind of is worse than hearing your neighbor beat their wife. You know what I mean? Because a beating only lasts for a couple seconds. And then they go through what you call a, a honeymoon phase, which is uh, typically lasts for a couple months. You know, just imagine that, a couple months of silence. It's great. You know, I'm, and no one, no one ever like blasts their music for one song either, okay? This is, they're going through the whole catalog, all right? I'm typically not a fan of calling the police, but you know, Sometimes I think they could use one of those no-knock warrants, you know what I'm saying? I take that back. I actually love calling the fucking police. Calling the police is kind of like doing meth, but without the bad parts. You know what I mean? Your, your heart starts beating when you call the police. You're like, oh, yeah. You hide in the corner. You just kind of want to people watch. And if shit goes wrong, like, somebody else dies. It's fucking great. I think all the Karens got a... They know what's up. Uh, anyway, I don't have uh, anything else, but thank you, running time. Thank you, Pam Benjamin, everyone. Dorian Trung, everyone. Tonight is magic. That's the best set I've ever seen you do. That was fucking great. Those new jokes at the beginning, never heard those. Very funny. When did you come up with those? Like before, I just saw you yesterday. You didn't do those yesterday. Like, what the fuck, man? Good job. Yay, Dorian Trong, yay! Yay! That was exciting. You used the word retard at the beginning of your set. That's my word, okay? I was a special ed teacher for four years. Yeah, in 1997, I started, I was paid $24,000 a year. It was my first job. I was teaching junior high special ed kids. Yeah, I earned that fucking word. <laughs> Retarded is my word! 
if you teach if you teach retards for four years for no money, then you get to say it too. Uh, it's kind of like running open mics uh, for stand-up comedians because when I was teaching junior high, those people are all in their 30s now and they're all in stand-up comedy. Ha ha ha! You're still my students. Uh, your next comedian, uh, what what a lovely tall drink of water. Put your hands together, everybody, for Greg Capra! All right. Mutiny Radio. Mutiny. This hat is super old, Pam. This this hat is from like the 1980s. It actually is my dad's hat. So we're looking like douchebags since 1980. I look like a douchebag in this hat. I know it. It's okay though. <laughs> I love this hat though. It says expedition on the front. Expedition inspiration. I have no idea what that means. Inspire to go on an expedition. Do people go on expeditions anymore? I, this is not my material, but do people go on expeditions anymore? What, what does that even mean, going on an expedition? Do you have to get on a ship to be an expedition? I'm asking questions. <laughs> it's mostly comedians. <laughs> Doing sets for comedians is, like, is really funny to me, because comedians are like, listen, we're not going to laugh at your jokes, but we'll pretend like we're listening. <laughs> um, been watching a lot of porn recently. How about you guys? Uh, I don't think I'd be good in porn. I think I'm too literal for porn. Like the girl would come up to me and say something like, my parents aren't home. And I'd be like, no, but there are eight cameramen though. All right. Did, did better last night. <laughs> it must be hard to get into porn, I assume. It's on his way. It's a threesome. <laughs> it must be hard to get into porn. Too many applicants, not enough couches. I feel like furniture has to be the biggest prerequisite to porn. Like, it's hard to make porn when all your love seats are stuck in the Suez Canal, right? You need that shipment to come through. Shipping problems, supply chain, get with it, people. Jesus. Do you Google? You guys Google? Twitter? That's how I found out about the Suez Canal. Uh, I feel like every group... Uh, let's go back to this. Furniture. Uh, <laughs> I feel like Pornhub must be Ikea's biggest client. It has to be. I like to think it is. I like to think every porn set just has a group of interns frantically putting together trundles. <laughs> and you know they're going to be like one screw short, <laughs> inevitably. All of a sudden, a threesome gets on top, and all the interns just start sweating. They're like, oh, God, <laughs> this is workplace compensation problems. <laughs> I saw a story recently about a guy who sued his parents, a kid who sued his parents, for $75,000 for destroying his porn collection underneath his bed. And he had, like, books, magazines, DVDs, everything underneath his bed, which is a lot of money, 75000 But I think he should have sued them for $100,000 for not teaching him about the Internet. Because he put 2,000 DVDs in his computer and never once clicked on Chrome. <laughs> was never like, what, what can this do? Incognito? What's that? I don't know. <laughs> Porn. Uh, <laughs> I never know how to end like a segment category. True crime. You guys like true crime? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's go back to that. I've been doing that for six days. Uh, <laughs> I was really bored during this pandemic. 
And so I just watched like all the true crime that exists, I think. It got to the point where Netflix just like ran out of suggestions for me. They were like, this is as far as this hole goes, dude. What do you want us to give you at this point? This isn't Reddit. Go watch Marie Kondo re redo a shelf. Be happy. I went through a lot of true crime. I think true crime has made me like too nonchalant to murder. Is that bad to say? Is that a minute? I feel like it's made me too nonchalant to murder. Because I can watch like a whole family get murdered on Hulu and I'll still get eight hours of sleep. Like multiple REM cycles. Phenomenal. I watched one episode where this guy murdered his wife by poisoning her cereal. And I woke up in the morning and I ate Frosted Flakes. I was like, these are phenomenal. I can see why she couldn't resist. <laughs> it's to the point now where I see everything through the lens of true crime. Like even situations that don't require it at all. Like my girlfriend the other day was like, we should talk about our finances. And I was like, you'll never get my life insurance. <laughs> all right. I don't even have life insurance. I don't even know what that means. I just looked it up for this joke. All right, I'm Greg Capra. Thank you. Greg Capra! Yay, he watches porn! Hooray! I don't, I don't masturbate to porn. Uh, my imagination is so vivid, I masturbate to podcasts. Any guesses of what podcasts they might be? Some people say that! Bloody, bloody, bloody. And I'm like, mm, sociopath, that tracks. But uh, maybe I'll listen to those once a month so I can be caught red-handed. Uh, any other guesses of what they might be? Mm. Some people always say, oh, NPR, Ira Glass, This America Life. I'm like, mm, yeah, I like some glasses. Big, big oak desk. <laughs> right? Lay me down on the big desk, Ira. Speak to me in those gentle tones. No, I listen, I, I masturbate to my own podcasts because I'm a narcissist and I can do everything by myself better than anyone else ever could. <laughs> Your next comedian, she's so funny and I'm so excited she's on tomorrow's Atlas show and it's you, PR maven, promo goddess, also a very funny lady. Put your hands together, everybody, for Sarah Guth. Yay! Don't think of me yet. I assembled the brunch ladies. They were the only group without security. So <laughs> they could be really aggressive. We don't know. Um, no, okay, so I, uh, I come from a multicultural family. Uh, my dad's Christian, and my mom doesn't even believe in God. She believes in money. <laughs> um, no, my mom does identify as an atheist, which for her just means she lives her life as if there's no higher power judging her choices. <laughs> yeah. Um, but my, my dad's actually super chill about it because after, uh, after 30 years of marriage, he's broken. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my dad's family, though, they're from Louisiana, and they love God almost as much as they love their guns. <laughs> yeah, not, not so chill. Um, so... Uh, Growing up, when we used to visit my dad's family, my mom always stayed at home. And like, I think that's really sad, because like, yes, my mom is an outspoken atheist, and my dad's brother-in-law is the pastor who was fired for refusing to marry a gay couple. But like, at the end of the day, they're actually not that different from each other. You know, like they, they share the same passion for shoving their own beliefs down other people's throats. Um. 
So I'm actually I'm actually not that religious, but I, I don't have any problem with religion. I think religion can be beautiful. I think the problems are the people who like distort and abuse religious ideas to support their own agenda, right? Um, like, did you know in the Bible, there's actually no indication that the forbidden fruit was an apple? Yeah, apparently some translator from Rome started that rumor. Yeah, I guess um, uh, apple and evil sound similar in Latin, and Jerome decided that what the sacred scripture was missing was a dad pun. Yeah, what a dick. I fucking love apples. Also, his pun doesn't even make sense, right? Like, according to the Bible, did my research, uh, God doesn't find out that Adam and Eve ate the fruit until later when he sees that they're embarrassed to be naked. And I, I'm sorry, but like, there's just no way that two people ate an apple without everyone in the garden hearing it. Because like, I don't care who you are. Like, eating an apple quietly is like sneezing with your eyes open. Just doesn't happen, okay? Just doesn't happen. Also, like, I think if it was an apple, I don't, I don't think Adam would have eaten it, you know? Like, he would have heard his wife take two bites and then left the garden by choice. Um, unless, unless uh, apples used to be quiet, but God, like, after the whole, like, you know, tree of knowledge fiasco, God was like, never again. <laughs> when he made it impossible to bite into an apple without making it sound like a tree is splitting in half. Um, well, okay, what else? Well, my... Um, my boyfriend is vegetarian, and uh, he likes to joke that he's a better person than I am, because I'm not. Um, and uh, I'm always just like, you told me, after we graduated, you with your BA in environmental lit, you were going to stop eating meat because you couldn't afford it. And like six months later, you were vegetarian for <laughs> sustainability reasons. It's like, unless you mean sustainability of your finances, that's like if I crashed my car and then told people I did it to save the environment. Um, yeah, I, I, actually, I actually really respect people who don't eat meat for the environment. Um, yeah, I think it's important. That's why I bring it up now, so I can eat a burger later. Um, no, you know who I don't respect is uh, people who don't eat meat because they love animals. Because they, I'm sorry, because they never just love animals, right? They always love animals instead of caring about people, right? Like that checks out, but people seem to hate you almost as much as they love eating animals. Uh, one quick thing. Yeah, so I, I'm a biologist, so I um, work with a lot of animal lovers, and they'll often say things like, I am so glad I study animals because humans are the worst. Um, like, sorry to break it to you, but you, also a human. <laughs> Apparently a shit biologist, because humans are a type of animal. <laughs> um, and that's your biology lesson for the day. Give it up for Pam. Sarah Guth, everyone. Hooray. She's so smart. Gonna get a PhD. <laughs> Hey, when you're like when you when you're like a real professor or whatever, will you still do stand-up comedy or will you just be a professor and do stand-up comedy for your class? Yeah, you're gonna. Well, you could bring your dogs on stage. You, how many dogs do you have? Oh, okay. <laughs> These are dreams. Yes. <laughs> you have no cats, no animals, but you're an animal lover. I'm not an animal 
No, but you're a biologist that deals with. Okay. She killed, no, we heard about you're you're the one that brought us COVID because you were you were tongue kissing bats in some Jakarta or some shit. <laughs> okay, Sarah Goth, everyone. See you tomorrow at Atlas. Yay. Okay, sorry. I made myself laugh so hard that I made some tears happen. Uh, your next comedian, I am so excited because I was just gifted a new magic deck and I want to beat his ass with it. Oh, oh. Uh, no, he's 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 great. He's a very funny man, and uh, he's like he's like my favorite dad who isn't a dad yet. Put your hands together, everybody, for Josh Kotsky! Yay! Eat my ass, Pam! Hell yeah! Uh, I love Marvel, all that superhero stuff. My favorite superhero is Magneto. Uh, you know, he's, I'm Jewish, Magneto's one of the only Jewish superheroes. I do think the writers kind of did him dirty, though, because they were like, all right, we've got a brand new Jewish superhero, what superpower should we give him? And someone was like, uh, how about the power to pick up loose change? <laughs> the Jews will love it, you know? Uh, it's probably a good thing that I'm not, like, good at stand-up yet. <laughs> I'm I'm not great at this stuff. Uh, I have no name recognition because I'm on a job hunt right now, and the last thing I need is some hiring manager rejecting me after seeing my set. They're like, "Hey, we saw your set, and uh, it's not gonna work out." I'm like, I didn't get the job. No, 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 no. Comedy. It's not gonna work out. <laughs> also, you didn't get the job. The job hunt isn't going well for me. Uh, it's my fault. I'm not good at resumes because res like resume writing is depressing, right? Like you start writing down your entire life's accomplishments, everything you've ever done that you've thought to be remotely worthwhile, and then you look down and like you've barely finished half a page. <laughs> you just have to start plagiarizing off of other people's on the internet. If anyone asks, I speak Cantonese. It's not a complete lie. I know like three phrases. Hoi sek fan, leng loi, si long. Which I really hope is the actual phrases because if I'm just up here saying like Chinese gibberish, that's a really bad look for a comedian right now. Uh, what I'm pretty sure they mean, hoi sek fan, leng loi, and si long, it's let's go eat, pretty girl, butthole. And isn't that all you really need to know? <laughs> yeah, Brady knows. Uh, Ling, Ling Sai is pretty guy. I got you, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, you guys remember learning about plagiarism for the first time? Yes. When you went to first period? <laughs> Hell yeah, fam. When, when you went to first period and your teacher gave you a syllabus that said uh, plagiarism is uh, copying someone else's work is someone else's work is your own, and it is just as bad as cheating. And then every single teacher for the rest of the day would give you a syllabus that said the exact same thing. Uh, I don't plagiarize. I don't plagiarize. Don't get me wrong. I steal all of my jokes, but I cite my sources, and that's what really matters. In fact, if you'll all look under your seats, you'll see an annotated bibliography for this set. Uh, I, I, I think my girlfriend's cheating on me. Uh, 
<laughs> We're not gonna have any transition. Just I think she's cheating on me. Uh, any of you guys currently cheating on someone? No. <laughs> you sure? Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure she's cheating on me. She keeps getting phone calls from the same guy. And like over and over, it's the same guy. And anytime I'm around and she gets these calls, I just see her like like quickly hang up and like panicked. And I, I found the guy's name. I just need help finding him. Do any of you know uh, Scam Likely? <laughs> I am going to kick his ass. I was so upset about the whole thing. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. A few weeks ago, I cheated on my girlfriend. I'm not proud of it. But that's what happened. You're not supposed to laugh yet, okay? No. Uh, <laughs> I cheated on her. It's, it's not okay. And what made things worse is that her best friend caught me in the act. The next morning, she called me furious. Like, what the hell? I caught you cheating on me. We're through. Why would you do that? I said, first of all, you didn't catch me cheating. Your friend did. You're using her work as your own. That's plagiarism. And plagiarism is just as bad as cheating. Yeah. All right, thanks for your time, guys. Oh my god, tonight is fire. Everybody's having like really good sets. I'm so happy. Wow. I haven't heard that joke before. That was really, really funny. I'm so happy. I'm so happy for your new joke. Okay, cool. No, I am. It's like, it's like that's how boys can birth a baby. Like, they can love it. It comes out of their dick. And they, because it's, and then when it's not a dick joke, isn't that amazing? But it comes, it's like they get it out and they hold it. And they, I love you, little joke. Oh. So that was me doing Adam Sandler. Sorry, that's my other. That's like, there's only one other impression I can do. Uh, I'm sure you don't know who she is. You're too young. Uh, Bjork. Everyone, oh, okay, good. You do know who Bjork is. You're young too. I had a, yeah, I had a dream last night that Bjork was my therapist, and I looked up at her, and she was wearing this swan dress, and I said, Bjork, why is my mom not proud of me? And she looked down and said, Your uterus is made of clouds, <laughs> and the powder bed only steps in the same river once. Don't the parrots lie to you? It's the only impression I can do, so I'm really excited about it. All right, hey everybody, your next comedian. I'm so excited that he's here. Put your hands together for Nick Scarpino. Yay! Keep it going for Pam, everyone. Pam Benjamin, keeping us all honest. Not quite sure she knows how dicks work, but that's okay. Things that big aren't supposed to come out of that hole, Pam. That's all good. How are we feeling tonight, guys? A fun night. Warm outside. Pretty good about that. Uh, a little bit about me for those of you who don't know me. I finally started doing Adderall. All right, yeah. Okay. A little disappointed, though, when I found out what Adderall really is. Does anyone know what Adderall really is? It's awesome. <laughs> Should have started doing that 10 years ago. Oh. I'm married. Any married people in the audience? Good for you. Good for you. That's why you're all smiling. No, I like being married though, man. I just celebrated my nine-year wedding anniversary with my wife. I know, I know. And all the other comics are like, nine years, how do you keep your sex life interesting? Do you still send your wife dick pics? And I was like, do I send my wife of nine years dick pics? Let me explain to everyone out there because you guys aren't married, how married women think of their husband's dicks. They don't. 
they don't think about those things. Okay. If I sent my wife a dick pic, she would send me back the grocery list to Trader Joe's. Fun fact, one time I actually tried sending my wife an eggplant emoji, and we had eggplant that night. Yeah, we had eggplant, high in fiber. I remember the, the, the day I fell in love with my wife. It was on our second date. We were doing that thing where we sit across the table from each other and say what we like about each other, right? Not trying to be all sweet, right? Because I'm trying to get some. She was like, what do you like about me? And I was like, I like that you're smart and you're sexy and you're worldly. And if I'm being honest, you're the kind of person that I think I could spend a lifetime of adventures with. So I thought that was some pretty nice shit to say, right? And I was like, what do you like about me? She goes, well, I like that you have the confidence of a much taller man. I was like, five, that's hard. My wife is taller than me, though. I'm 5'8", and she's 5'9", and I'm not quite sure why she married me. The only thing I can think of is that she married me because she really likes disappointment, and I really like women's volleyball. <laughs> yeah, that worked out, yeah. She fucks with me, though, dude. She does. Because 5'9 is like just tall enough that it's like it's noticeable when we're out, especially if she wears heels. But when we're in is when she, when she really turns on the pain. Because she likes to put shit on the top shelf, and she knows I can't reach that. Like the other day, she was like, Nick, can you, uh, before you leave, can you, uh, can you refill the paper towels? And I was like, babe, you know I can't refill the paper towels. <laughs> you know I can't get up there. That's a true story, by the way. I have to, she has this little, <laughs> real talk, let's break for the comedy. She has this little lint roller thing that she keeps by the paper towels, and when she's not looking, I have to get it and kind of shoo one out and grab it and fill it up. I'm a man. She doesn't know. Anyway. Uh, I've been watching a lot of documentaries lately. Who likes documentaries out there? Yeah. Do you guys watch Into the Storm on HBO about QAnon, the people that stormed the Capitol? It's insane, dude. It is insane. There's like it's six parts. Some of it takes place in the Philippines. Bet you didn't know the Philippines had something to do with January 6th. Exactly. Crazy shit going on. But like these guys are terrifying, right? But also like how do I get that kind of following? Because they got a thousand people to storm the Capitol building on January 6th, and we're like trying to get 18 people out to our comedy show, right? <laughs> like, ah, let's use that uh, evil power for good sometimes, no? I don't know. I read a story today, actually, uh, about a pilot who uh, they asked a woman on a flight to London to put her mask on, and she refused. So the pilot turned the plane around and took her back to Florida. And the crazy thing is, she's from California. They were like, we're just going to drop your ass off in Florida. <laughs> With all the rest of the anti-vaxxers where your ass belongs. That's a true story, actually. I didn't read the whole thing. I don't, does anyone read articles? You just read headlines, right? Eh, I'll figure it out. I'll discern what I need to from that. Um, everyone from San Francisco or the surrounding areas here, I assume. Are you guys from San Francisco? Are you guys comics? No, you're just uh, civilians, huh? God, every time I ask that at one of your mics, Pam, I get so ashamed. When there's actual audience members, I'm just like, oh no, someone's seeing us right now. <laughs> they're watching us do this. No, they're probably, I, uh, you guys have to tell us if you're cops, right? You have to, because someone here has cocaine. I know. Oh, actually, no way. I'm sorry. We're at a mic at Mutiny Radio. Someone here has fentanyl. Uh, actually, which one's more expensive, Pam? Fentanyl or cocaine? Ketamine. Ketamine. I mean, that's not, uh, that, I don't know if that was an option on the, all right, listen, everyone, you've been great. Uh, thank you so much for your time. Give it up for your host, Pam Benjamin. Nick Scarpino, reminding us that Adderall is 
awesome. Yeah, that's <laughs> I'm actually not allowed to take Adderall because it may, no, uh, well, it just makes me, I used to, I used to, I used to, it's been over seven years, so you can't get me in trouble. I don't know if you're cops, but I used to run Valium and Ritalin over the border from Mexico because I lived in San Diego. So I'd go down to Mexico and I went to, um, it was a, it, it was like a veterinary pharmacist actually that I went to at the beginning and I'd wear two pairs of underwear and pants with no pockets and I'd go down at like 11 in the morning and I'd get all my drugs and they knew and they'd put them in the back I'd say Puerto Rico Baño and they'd be like oh yeah American girl and I'd get in there and all my drugs would be there and I'd leave the cash on the counter and they'd, they'd even pop them out of the little me- the little bag thing they put them in little bags so I put them in between the two no pockets two pairs of underwear and then I'd walk back across the border at like 12 30 and they'd be like what are you doing and I would say this is before I had all my tattoos I would say I was pricing tiles for my bathroom. <laughs> Am I the smartest person alive? Okay, here's the, other, here's the other way to smuggle drugs, and it's been years since I've done this. So when you want to send them in the mail, or if you're going to, if you're going, if you're flying to Vegas and you just want a small amount of cocaine, what you do is you take the tag from the back of your shirt and you sew up one side and you stick the baggie in and you sew up the other side and you wear the shirt. Okay, am I the, I don't know, I don't, I, I don't, body scanners, well, what are they, but they're not looking for that. They're not looking, they don't, but it's, they're not looking for, it's a tiny, it's just personal use. You could just put it in your pocket like a normal person. I'm sorry. <laughs> Is that not legal? <laughs> sorry. A lot of people say that I look like Katherine Keener if she had a serious problem with cocaine. <laughs> I don't look like Katherine Keener. Uh, your next comedian. She's so funny. I'm so excited every time she's here. She's doing like this 30 and 30, but I know you've done more. I know you've done more already than the time. You're at 22. So this is 23 right now. This is 22. This from this month. Yay, everybody put your hands together for Lauren Kraut. Thank you. 22. That's good. I like that. Thank you. All right. It's not uh, ready. I mean, it's ready, set, go. It's not ready, go. All right. Can we all agree on that? Because ready, set, go is civilized. Ready, go is just, it's not civilized, it's craziness. <laughs> All right, I'm working on that one. All right. I know I'm ridiculous. I, I know that. I, um. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I'm so awkward around people. I, how you doing? <laughs> You would think when you get to be my age that you would relax a little bit and have more confidence in, in yourself. It's gotten worse. As I've gotten older, it's gotten worse. Like yesterday, I met this guy. I just met him, and we had a nice little talk. And at the end of the talk, I said, nice seeing you again. And he looked at me, and I was like, did I fall my head between hello and goodbye? I was like, what the hell is happening? I also know that I'm I'm uh, I have my no fashion sense. It's it's stopped when I um, graduated high school. I have jeans, sneakers, and low self worth. <laughs> it's a look. 
but it's not my fault I have no uh, I don't know how to dress because my mother she she had to, uh, she had no fashion sense either she said to me um, the pretty young bird can wear colors but the fat plain bird should only wear black <laughs> I'm pretty sure my mother did drugs I am. I do have one thing that I'm proud of, though, and I, I hate to brag, but it's so unbecoming. But um, I'm an excellent anorexic. <laughs> Thank you. I'm really good at it. So if you have any food that you want to be ignored, I'm I'm your girl. <laughs> you ever hear of anybody pimping themselves out to be an anorexic? Well, let me introduce myself. My name is Lauren, and I'd be happy to help you lose those ten pounds. I forget the last part of that. All right. You know what I like about memory is that so many different things can stimulate it. Like you can look at something and see, say you see a red orchid and it reminds you of your great aunt Bessie. Or you hear some church bells and you think of a church that you recently attended. Or you taste fresh squeezed orange juice and remember when you lost your virginity. <laughs> and whatever you do, don't ask Auntie Lauren if she wants OJ. The other cool thing about memory is that even though we, even when you experience the same things, each of us has our own version of what's occurred. They may over, uh, overlap a great deal, but I'm always gonna remember that scene from our childhood as mommy fell down the stairs, while you always insist that I pushed her. <laughs> what, too dark for your delicate sensibilities? Fuck you. <laughs> if I wanna end a joke with matricide, it's my fucking joke and I'll do it. When you're up here, you can push whoever you want. Okay, uh, because I have a, oh no, that's not time I say. Food, here's a thought. What makes food, food? Why do we consume rice and not dirt? And who decided that the unborn children of certain species was delicious fried in butter and eaten with toast? Eggs never had a chance, did they? <laughs> How could something as adorable as a hen's egg not be considered food? I'm cooking it in lard. I'm cooking it in water. Well, I'm using olive oil. You Philistines can all go to hell. <laughs> Why do we eat chickens and not, say, cats or horses? Do cats and horses just have better representation? My client wants her own dressing room with her name on the door, Miss Kitty, <laughs> and she refuses to be eaten. She wants that in the contract. Why is the poor chicken left out in the cold? Will no one stand up for our feathered friends? I cry foul. <laughs> ah. All right, that's my time. Give it up for Pam. Everyone is killing it tonight. I'm so happy that this is being recorded because it's like, no, it's really good. I'm like laughing. I'm just laughing. No, everybody's like got news of this. I'm having fucking great motherfucking time tonight. No, seriously, I'm sorry. I'm not even that. I've only had like one glass of wine too. Jeez, was is my brain chemistry changing? Does anyone have any ketamine? You're next. I'm kidding. No, I'm not kidding. That's how I know when I go to a party. I still know that I'm a cute girl because boys offer me ketamine. I'm like, yeah. 
Or they'll say, did you want to do some coke? And I go, no, 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 no I can't do that. But I really got to me. That's the thing is cocaine makes the next day you just can't deal at all. But it's such a half-life and ketamine. It's just, it's just quick and fine. It's easy. Your next comedian, he's a super funny guy. I'm super excited. I'm going to, God damn it, I think about you every day. And I try to, <laughs> no, I do. Not in a bad way, but because I try to remember how to do his name. So now I've thought it's like, I think of Mandarin oranges. So I go, his name is a J to Mandarin. Yay! I'm going to correct her eventually. Eventually, I'll give Pam the actual right answer. It's been like fucking four months now. You guys, you guys a couple? It's not to Mandarin. All right. <laughs> you, guys, you guys like my sideburns? I'm getting ready for the uh, black-white civil war, you know, just thought I'd do a little bit of preparation, you know. Everybody asks, like, like in a black-white civil war, where do Indians stand? Like, what, what's their solution? I think we already have a solution, right? Right? Neither. That's what Doctors Without Borders is. All right. Boom. Punchline. Amazing. Incredible. All right. Uh... Denise is here. I really appreciate that you're here. Uh, did, like, okay, okay. <laughs> Uh, just hop into all the Asian jokes. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, I got addicted to MSG during the pandemic. Anybody else do that? No, no. I was trying to stop Asian hate. It kind of, kind of snowballed. No pun intended. Uh, it was real rough. But um, this is just me telling you that you should cook with MSG. It's delicious, and it doesn't cause cancer. So PSA right there. And also, like, it makes eating pussy just amazing. Incredible, right? <laughs> ladies, ladies, ladies. Please take take heed. Your man will forget about his penis completely. Cuddling is the only thing on the menu. All right, here we go. Uh, yeah, I mean, the thing is, MSG was thought to cause cancer, and it doesn't. But, like, eating pussy, I don't know about that. Because we all know about Michael Douglas, right? Oh, that was pretty rough. That was a rough situation. Uh, yeah, wait, are you guys You guys a couple, right? Are you, are you, are you dating? How long is this lasting? Forever? Okay, hey, how long have you guys been together? How long have you guys been together? Year and a half. Okay, I wish you all the luck in that. Uh, how long? Oh, so is this a year and a half marriage or just a year and a half of like just your relationship? Because that'd be moving. Damn. Okay. Wow. Roll the dice. All right. <laughs> uh, what's the age difference? What's the age difference between you guys? If you don't mind me asking. One month. Okay, that's like nothing. Jesus. You guys. That, damn. It's not creepy at all. It's great. Uh, <laughs> my roommate, one of my roommates is in an age gap relationship. She's 24 and her boyfriend's 32. And she's always like pushing this. She's like, Jay, you should try out age gap relationships. I'm like, let's be honest. That's a wage gap relationship. We, we, we know. That's not an age gap relationship. You're not going the opposite direction. Come on. Yeah, you never ask a, a little person if they're into height gap relationships. They, they don't have many options in that case. <laughs> I'm going to stop doing that one. <laughs> uh, corona was kind of hard for uh, India as a country and uh, I like to think that's because Indians like have a good sense of humor because uh, I was home for the holidays and I was watching my dad like watch the Indian news and uh, I'm like an, I, I, I found out I was like I'm, Amer I'm an American in this moment because like he was watching the news and there was a lot of like a lot of like Indian phrases you guys aren't going to know any of them so I'm not going to even try uh <laughs> But, like, they kept on saying coronavirus, but the way they said it was hilarious. It was just like, coronavirus, coronavirus. Like, it was exactly like that. It's okay to laugh, guys. It's, it's funny. Um, I know it's, it's, it's kind of tough ground. But, like, I like to think that they were like, oh, shit. did you hear that way that shit 
the, the way that dude said that shit, like, we're not getting this. It's like, don't worry about it. It's like, just another fucking Bollywood movie. It's all good. All right. Uh, I, I was going to jo- jump into the Asian shit, but um, I was thinking about this because I, I, I remember that phrase, Asian don't raisin, which, first of all, just sounds like the worst, like, CIA operation ever. It's like, it's like what, are you guys, what are you guys trying to accomplish here? But, like, I think that's the reason that w- there will never be, like, an Asian Benjamin Button, right? Because, like, the first... Like, in the first five minutes, like, you just, the dude's, like, all the wrinkles are just going to be gone immediately and just be Ken Jong for the rest of the movie. Just, yeah. <laughs> right? Right? I feel like that, that's probably what happened. Uh, Valentine's Day is coming up. You guys excited? I'm talking to you two specifically because everybody else here is lonely and single. Sing- single. Uh, do you guys know what you're going to get each other for Valentine's Day? You don't need to tell me. No, no presents. That's good. That's good. Uh, I, I respect that because last year my girlfriend at the time got me a pepper spray for Valentine's Day. <laughs> if you think about doing that, don't do that shit, please, <laughs> please. Because I had to buy like a mini skirt and like a little purse and walk around Tenderloin just to make her feel good. It's like your 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 pepper spray came in came in handy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you you guys have been great. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Pam, yo. A J. One day he'll tell me the secret of his last name, and I'll remember. And won't that be amazing? <laughs> That'll be the moment. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry, I drink a lot. Uh, <laughs> the eternal sunshine of the spotless mind. I finally understand. <laughs> it's like if I don't remember being a dick, I was nice, right? <laughs> Just my perception. Uh, I love your next comedian. He's so wonderful. And we had such a fun time last night. That was really fun last night at the bar, Dolores. You're just lovely and wonderful. He's been like six days a week just hitting it hard. Every mic, every time. Put your hands together, everybody, for Brady Pearson. Oh, my God. Hello, Mutiny Radio. Thank you, Pam. How are you doing? I'm really excited to be here. I hope you can tell. Um, I have some concerns and some fantasies, ladies and gentlemen. I'm worried that we're um, moving apart as a country. And um, I feel like I could bring us back together and I want to welcome our new white supremacist overlords with a um, a perfume collection. And I think I'm going to call it something maybe like the um, privilege collection. <laughs> And uh, the first fragrance will be something like um, White Woman. You got to say it like that. White Woman. The tagline is always in front. Gentlemen, I don't want you to feel like you're missing out on anything. I got something for you. It's called Entitled. It's how you feel. I have a lot of other fantasies, you know, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I had a date this weekend with my with my partner, and uh, man, I sucked so much dick. It was crazy. I sucked so much dick, I had the existential question. How many miles of dick did I suck? No. Let's do the math. The average penis is about six inches. Josh, maybe? (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) 
I'll fantasize about it anyway. Um, so then, like, so there's one pass. That's six. That's twelve. That's a foot. So I realized I probably at least sucked a marathon. <laughs> it's the sport. I my mom always told me to be do what you're good at. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it made me think of other fantasies, ladies and gentlemen, like what if we had like a Dick Olympics? What kind of sports could we have, do you think? Maybe, um, I was thinking about synchronized fisting. <laughs> These are my ideas. Um, what are my other fantasies, ladies and gentlemen? Um, well, I'm trying to think of anything else that's good that I'm thinking of tonight. Sucking dick, I'm doing that. What else can I do? Oh, okay, one more thing, ladies and gentlemen. Um, one of my other fantasies is that um, I have talent. And uh, I rewrote uh, something called uh, uh, Little Orphan Annie as Little Orphan Fanny. Um, and it goes um, something like this. <clears throat> Your son will come out tomorrow. Bet'll be a bottom and he'll swallow all my cum. He'll be gay, but he won't be lonely. I'll jizz on his chin, he'll grin and say, Tomorrow, tomorrow, I'll bottom tomorrow. It's only Okay, uh, wait, thank you for that too. Yeah, I don't know, ladies and gentlemen, I just, I'm, I'm feeling kind of discombobulated, you know, I feel like we're getting too far away from each other and I was wondering, you know, guys, if you're thinking I'm talking much about cocksucking tonight, I want you all to be assured that you can be a cocksucker at any time. <laughs> I'm here for you. I mean, if you guys want to figure it out, I'm here for you. And I'm also here for Pam. Thank you so much. And have a wonderful night. Drums check, one, two. Drums check, one, two. It's the roots. Now what we want to Little Orphan Fanny. I want to bring it to this stage. I want to have the rover, the, not rover, Sandy. Sandy, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Remember that? Yeah, the, uh, the, my favorite, this is the rover. Rover, why not think it over? Rover is a perfect name for this dumb-looking dog. I love Annie. Like, I can belt like a motherfucker. I love, I love that musical so much. It's all from the diaphragm. I never used a diaphragm. I have an IUD. It's a, it's a copper piece of jewelry that swims around in my uterus, and it keeps out all the dead babies. Like a pool sweeper. That's what pool sweepers are for, right? Pool sweepers keep out all the dead babies. Is that how that works? Uh, your next comedian. I'm super excited. It's you. Yeah. Put your hands together, everybody, for the very funny Ashley Tomajin. Yay. Give it up for your host, Pam. The beautiful Pam. Oh, man. It's been a long day. It's been, been a long week of teaching kids, telling them to put their mask on and shit. I hate kids. I really hate kids so much. Like, I'm so glad I didn't have kids. I've, I've been on birth control since I was 19 years old. I didn't have sex until I was 21. And I was really shooting for the moon there. Two, two years of birth control, I didn't even need it. 
Yeah. All right. Well, um, eventually I did need it, and uh, I was glad I had it. Okay, so <sighs> you guys remember the sound of music? Yes. High on the hills, the lowly goat that lay on lay on lay She on the back for the lowly goat that lay on lay on loo. Yo lay You know, if I sing that on the street, people are gonna look at me like I'm fucking crazy, all right? This is the only place I can yodel and, and it be kind of normal. But getting back to the sound of music, Maria Von Trapp, she went from being a nun, a virgin, to a guy with seven kids and no job! It doesn't hold up today. It doesn't hold up today. You know, Maria, climb every mountain. You need to climb that dick. Man, like, you know, before you guys walked across the Alps, did you make sure that he transferred his funds into the Swiss bank? You, you need to ask these things before you become a mother of seven, girl. What are you guys going to do? Be singing, you know, jam and bread, jam and bread the whole time? Like, you know, are you going to be singing in the streets with your seven kids in perfect harmony? I mean, that's probably how they lived. You know, anyway, I'm, I, like, I'm sorry, the, like, the sound of music takes up so much space in my mind, like, because I love it so much, but I look, I mean, would you want your daughter, if you have a kid, I don't know, you, sir, you look like you have a daughter, I don't know if you do, would you want your daughter to, to go, as like an 18-year-old, to go be with a guy with seven kids? No, no, no one wants that. It's amazing. And you know what? You never find out what Maria's last name is. She only has a last name after she marries Captain Von Trapp. I don't know. That means something. I don't know what it means, but it means something. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's see. Who want to say next? I don't know. Okay. Do you guys remember the X-Files? Dana. Yes, the X-Files. Oh, my God. I fucking love the X-Files. I, okay. Jillian Anderson, who played Scully Mulder, uh, Scully, Scully, and then Fox Mulder, like the two of them did things to my body that I didn't understand at the age of 12. I was obsessed with the show, so obsessed. And I actually have Scully's haircut. I have her the uh, third season, not the bangs, just the haircut and the color. Yeah, that's how obsessed I was with her. Jillian Anderson has had an amazing career. She was a hot, hot lady, super hot lady. Oh my God, so hot. And she was, um, have you guys seen Sex Education? Yes, she was British the whole time! Who, who knew? Who knew? That's how great of an actress she was. But, so recently she was doing the press junket for Sex Education, and she said that she no longer wears a bra. So if Scully from the X-Files no longer wears a bra, neither do I, and for all of you guys at home, or can't see this, I'm reaching behind, and I'm pulling, I'm taking my bra off, I'm reaching through my clothes, I'm not, flashing these people, these kind people. I don't want to yeah. get in trouble. Now, I'm a big girl with big titties, so it takes a while to take it off. Here we go. Big titties. Thank you, guys. All right, now, now I'm throwing the bra down. All right, so I wish I could go without a bra, but I work with high school kids. This isn't going to work, and I have to walk up and downstairs. I'd give myself a black eye. All right. Quick question. Men, what is it with titty fucking? 
Now, once again, I'm putting the microphone between my tits, and I'm, I'm using the mic as if it is a dick between, what is up with this? I get nothing out of it. It's a waste of lube, 30 minutes, and all I end up with is a pair of sticky tits. Yeah. I did that a lot when I was escorting. <laughs> a lot. I was like, I'd only do if you pay me, man. All right. That shit's crazy. Before I go, I'll leave you with this. You guys know what a sad Lincoln is? A sad Lincoln is when a guy shoots a load in the back of your head. <laughs> the first time this happened to me, I was in theater camp, and I was... I was sitting in front of a couple, and a girl tapped me on the shoulder, and she pulls me out of the auditorium, and she says, I was giving Jack a hand job. I'm like, what? You were jacking? I'm like, shh. He jizzied in your ponytail. Come with me to the bathroom so I can wash it out for you. And I was like, okay, thanks. But ew. Yeah, it was like I was in a threesome at 16, but the guy was like, no, it's not. No, he wasn't into fat girls. No. <laughs> it's okay, though. I had one later on. All right, guys. Give it up for Pam. Thank you so much. Ashley Jomajan, and for the radio listening audience, she is wearing a pearl necklace. Yes, a real pearl necklace. I always uh, wanted to get a pearl necklace, but my titties are way too small, so I've never been able to do that. But I have given my fair, I have a whole collection of uh, pearl keychains. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry. Only women like a hand job. All right. Your <laughs> Right? Like, uh, you're a nice comedian. I remember. It's you. Put your hands together, everybody, for Patrick Miller. Yay! Fun fact about me, uh, I used to be a child, a, a small and weak child. And, you know, check me out now, guys. I'm a man, a delicate and weak man. It's true. It's true. You know, I say that out loud, and uh, I'm still kind of in denial 33 years later, uh, e even in the face of like a mountain of evidence. Uh, for example, like ever since eighth grade, I, I can't do chest bumps anymore. I like <laughs> get knocked off balance, you know? Like, my friend always lands in a power stance, and I, like, land on my neck. It's not good. Um, yeah, sometimes I get all ambitious about it still, which is weird. You know, it's like a dumb thing to be ambitious about. You get, it doesn't help at all, you know? I'm just like, oh, just wait. Someday, I'm going to be tall. That's not how that works, Pat. Just wait and see. I'm going to be a beefcake, you know? Then I'll have love and respect. People love beefs. People respect cakes, you know? Yeah, that, that didn't work out either. I, uh, it, it didn't happen, still no muscle here. It's just like bones and connective lard or whatever. Um, yes, guys, I do have some muscle. Uh, it's just all packed into my thighs. It's like totally not distributed correctly. It's a little weird. You know, I got the, the, the weak upper half, the strong lower half. According to WebMD, uh, my body type is kangaroo. Uh, thought that was a little insulting, you know? Could at least call it something cool, WebMD. You could call it a T-Rex body. 
Nah, nah, Pat, you're a kangaroo. Look, the difference is in the face, right? So the T-Rex's face, it looks scary. And uh, the kangaroo's face looks racist. So, yeah, got the kangaroo body out here, guys. Uh, ladies don't like it, I've found. You know, they want a guy who's top-heavy, off-balance, easy to trip. <laughs> trip him. You can't trip me. Can't do it. You can beat me up, but you can't trip me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cartwheel right through that thing out the door here. It's the one thing I can do. Um, yeah, guys, I, every time, you know, once in a while, I still get pumped up. I'm like, I'm going to get jacked. I'm not, I don't have any testosterone anymore, but I'm going to get jacked. And then I think about it for about five seconds, and I remember exercising sucks, dude. It's not fun. It's, there's no way I'm going to do it. And then my friends are like, well, Pat, Dude, I mean, you should just give it a try. Stick to it because it doesn't just make you look great. It makes you feel great. But I already feel great when I sit. <laughs> it's amazing. If you haven't tried it, you should try it. Uh, no, Pat. Pat, listen. Like, it's, it's, it's not the same because when you exercise, listen, your, your brain, like, it releases all of these uh, orphans. So, yeah, you learn something new every day, guys. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, I don't want to be negative about it. It's not all bad being a small, medium guy. There's some positives, you know. Like, like I went and stayed in one of those um, tiny capsule hotel rooms. You guys heard of those things? Dude, I loved it. I loved it. Like, I just felt so cozy getting into a small space and curling up and spooning a Japanese businessman. Mmm. <sighs> clandestine spooning love it love it um yeah i've been thinking about it guys uh pam did you give me the honk honk yet oh there it is okay uh let me tell you one more fun fact about me uh, i know what my uh video game character stats would be i don't know if you guys have been thinking about that lately uh so like strength zero obviously uh agility seven out of ten you know because i can crisscross applesauce with the best of them I can sit in your third grade classroom. It's pretty impressive. Uh, sunburn protection, that's a negative five, uh, unfortunately. So trying to rack up that XP, level up my sensitive skin. And uh, I'm going to end it there, guys. I'm Pat. Thank you for listening. Let's hear it for Miss Pam Benjamin. Hey, Pat Miller, everyone. We have a couple comedians that you're all holding fast. It's so exciting. Whose phone is that? Who is it still on? Hey. <laughs> you can use that later. No, I'm kidding. I'm like, it's, again, I'm a Monet. I look good from far away. Close up, it's like, I, they say when you're old, you should do um, one thing every day that scares you. And um, so... I left my reading glasses on and looked at myself in the mirror. Oh my God. Actually, I looked down at my tits. I had no idea I had that much hair on my tits. I had to pluck them today with the reading glasses on. I like lifted it up and looked down and I was like, damn girl. I had no idea it was like that big of a forest. You're, no, and it was like, I didn't even know. That's the beauty of age. I can't see anything. So I'm beer goggling myself all the time. Like, I look great. Your next comedian, uh, he still looks great because he's like 10 years younger than me. Uh, and he doesn't smoke nearly as much pot. 
Put your hands together, everybody, for Kelly Evans. Yay! Give it up for Pam, huh? That's weird. My fear was also staring at my hairy tits. So we have that in common, I guess. Um, <laughs> I've been not dating. It's depressing. Anyway, uh, but I have friends who are trying to help me out. And so um, they are... Uh, setting me up on dates have you has anybody done this has anybody had a chance to be set up um it's kind of a fun way to find out uh, that your friends think you have very low standards just so incredibly low who are these people <laughs> i mean seriously what the fuck is going i went out the last woman she like uh the thing that was annoying about her is she said hella all the time like in every sentence which doesn't sound that bad on its own there's more like how she said it it was stuff like uh Oh, I got a hella big C-section scar. I'm sorry. What? Fucking check, please. Holy shit. Never go for dinner on the first date. That is, uh, man, I spent way too much money on this. So we had sex. And, uh, fuck it. She was down. Um, anyway, but, uh, I, uh... <laughs> I, I've been thinking about my life a lot, which is because therapy makes me, you know, I don't know if you've tried it. It's, it's good. You should do it. It's just, you have to confront a lot of things and, uh, it especially kind of sucks because, uh, I'm in zoom therapy. Does anybody do zoom there or teletherapy? You're like over the computer screen where the most common response to any problem you have is, I'm sorry, you cut out. What was that? I don't, it's a bad reception. I'm like, fuck this completely i hate it so much and i don't think therapists should be able to work from home because they're too comfortable they can just relax my last therapist asked me if she could eat a sandwich during our session i was like you know you can because i told you i don't know how to say no to things i feel like you're taking advantage of this you know Seriously, it's fucking hard to talk about your trauma over the sound of Lay's potato chips crunching in your ear. I'm like, press the fucking mute button, at least. So I fired her, and uh, I'm just kidding, I didn't fire her. I just avoided her emails for three weeks, and eventually she gave up. So that's how you uh, leave your therapist if you don't deal with confrontation very well, which I don't. So please don't confront me about this, because I will run away. Um, I... Uh, I don't like technology, man. It's just like the, I think the pandemic has made me really aware of it, of the things that I feel like are wrong with it. Like I hate Uber Eats. I don't know if you've ordered food through there. I refuse to fucking use delivery drivers, not only because the way they treat their drivers, which is like shit, but also because like, listen, I get the original idea probably sounded good. Some like corporate CEO is like, you know what will make delivery much cheaper? Hiring people with absolutely no qualifications, just none at all let's find the old drivers the problem with them is they knew how to find your house all right <laughs> new drivers they don't even know what city they're in okay seriously they have no idea where they are we move them around just to confuse them fuck it they have 16 orders they're dropping yours off last it's gonna be cold you're gonna eat it though you are gonna eat it you're gonna eat it cold if you have to because you paid 136 dollars for that mcdouble you better fucking eat it thank you for stepping on my punchline delivery driver <laughs> It's too good. It's too good. Um, yeah. And it's just, I, this is just where shit's going, man. All of it's going that way. It's going to be Uber everything. It's going to be Uber dentist, you know, some, some fucking Eastern European guy just shows up to your house. No license, no gloves. Fuck it. Put your hands in my mouth. I don't have insurance. Let's see. 
I can't afford a real dentist. So, yeah, that's that's what the state of the world is right now. Um, I don't know. I've been thinking about uh, right-wing pundits. I watch Fox News just for the fuck fun of it. Fuck, it's pretty entertaining, honestly. It is it is a fun watch. And uh, the thing that's funny about right-wing pundits is they can't decide whether uh, they think the left is weak or terrifying. And they'll say, please, you can honk the horn. They'll say shit like, uh, all these liberals are effeminate soy boys with vitamin deficiencies and gluten and peanut allergies. And they're going to march into your suburban neighborhood and make you read the Communist Manifesto with a dildo in your ass. Yeah, so wash the fuck out. I'm like, what? Make up your mind, man. You know, you sound like somebody who wants to be punished. You know, they're like, they're going to take over. Oh, no, they're going to tell me how small my gun is. Oh, fuck yeah. Kick me in the nuts. Like, all right, that's not, that's too much. Um, and I don't have more time, so I'm going to end it there. Thanks a lot. You've been great. Have a great night. Have you ever seen Kelly Evans look so sexy? My goodness. That. Holding fast. Couple comics left. Your next comic. Put your hands together, everybody. Favorite of Mutiny Radio, Mike Bonds. Yay! Oh, fuck, man. Keep that shit rocking. Damn it. How you guys doing, man? Happy 2022, right? Have you guys had a good 2022 already? Yeah? Fuck yeah, man. I feel like... I feel like I made history this year already. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I made history in my life this year. You know, I fucking got COVID. Clap that shit up. Don't clap. Don't, you know, motherfuckers clapping that shit. Don't clap that COVID shit. Up. Look, you know, like, you know, and it's fucked up because COVID started like three years ago, right? You know what I'm saying? So I felt like I've been in the foulest, nastiest shit for the last two years. I've been in crowds, all kind of shit around sick motherfuckers. I ain't got shit. And 2022 happened, and I'm like, oh, fuck, here we go with this COVID shit. But here's the thing, though, right? I didn't have any fucking symptoms. No fucking symptoms at all. None. I was, like, in the house jacking off for, like, two weeks straight. I was like, when is this COVID shit going to end? When is this shit going to end? You know? Really, though, man. Fuck, man. You guys having a good year so far? Huh? You guys a couple right here? Where are my couples at? Clap it up, you. No, okay. Just, okay, go ahead. Clap it up, guys. Right? Look. He's like, yeah, I kind of clap it up. Okay, good, good, good. Yeah, it's good It's good to see couples today because you got to try new things as couples, you know? You got to try new things. You got to date differently. You got to do things, man. I took my lady out not too long ago to get a pedicure. Have you guys ever had a pedicure before? Dude, take your lady to get a pedicure. Take her to get a pet. Go get a pedicure. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm, I ain't even lying, bro. I put my feet in the water, man. They started working on my shit. I almost came, bro. I was like, this shit is feeling way too good. It's like, this shit is feeling way too fucking good, man. Wow, man. It's crazy, you know. Fucking holidays just passed and shit. Everybody, you know, had holiday fever this year and shit. You know what I'm saying? I know, right? I don't. He was talking. He was about to clap. Look, don't clap. Look, he was like, what? What did you have? One, were you in one of those uh, secret Santa groups and shit, man? You know, what I mean? somebody asked me to be in one of the motherfuckers, man. I said, okay. So I went to the dollar store, man, and got all my fucking gifts. So dollar store's got some cool gifts, right? Only a fucking dollar there, man. That's that's the trip, you know. I'm working on some new shit. I'm 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 pretty I'm pretty um, confident in life right now. Life has been pretty good to me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I realized recently I ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I ain't shit, man. I I really ain't, man. You know, my mom called me the other day while I was uh. 
watching some porn. You know, she video chat me. You know what I mean? It's fucked up. When your mom calls you when you're watching porn on your phone, you know, you got to answer it. Because if it's an emergency, you don't want to be like, hey, mom, I'm going to call you back. I'm finishing up here, you know? First thing she said to me was, uh, when you coming over, baby? I was like, oh, mama, don't fuck this up for me. I'll call you later. You fucked it up, mom. Jeez, man. I, uh, I realized that 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 uh, dog people are weird as fuck. We got any dog people up in here? Clap it up your dog part. You got a dog, man? What's your dog's name? Cookie. Okay, at least that's a dog's name. You know, at least you give it a dog's name, you know? Because I got a buddy that fucking named his dog Larry. Like, what the fuck you give him a human name for? You know what I mean? I go over his house, man. Larry walks up to me and starts licking my my leg, you know? I'm like, what's up with your dog? He goes, don't worry, my dog has ADHD. I'm like, really, motherfucker? Probably because you named him Larry. You know what I'm saying? Probably because you named him Larry. Fuck, man. I realized that uh, that uh, during this pandemic, how valuable toilet paper is. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right? <laughs> it's crazy because, you know, at the beginning of the fucking pandemic, everybody was, like, rushing to buy. Were you one of those people, Kelly, rushing to buy toilet paper? I think you know. You wasn't rushing to wipe your ass? Okay, cool. You know? Okay, yeah, he got a bidet. Yo, yo, this guy's fancy right here, you know? Hey, that's what's up, man. How does that work out for you? Is it, is it cool, you know? Yeah, yeah. I know you're not gay, but do you feel gay for like three minutes? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like three minutes, do you just feel like, woo, this is feeling a little too good, you know? You know, water up your ass. That's a new feeling. I don't know, man. Let's try that one. It's a great feeling anyway, you know? I feel like uh, weed is getting too strong. You guys, are, is a weed smoking crowd up in here? Yeah, okay, good. Cause I feel like weed, she's like, woo! I'm pretty sure everybody in here is stoned, including myself. And if you're not stoned, I'm stoned enough for everybody. So I'll take all that shit in, you know what I'm saying? I'll take, I recently got my grandmother high for the very first time. She's 96 years old, you know what I'm saying? I know, right? At 96, you should be able to do whatever the fuck you wanna do. Crack, heroin, meth, whatever the fuck you wanna do, you know? I was like, Grandma, how you want this? She was like, baby, can you bring it over to the house, some little edibles, and put it in a sweet potato pie? I said, say no more, Grandma. So I go over to the sweet potato pie, me and Grandma start eating it, and halfway through it, she started talking about how she used to suck my granddaddy's dick. I was like, whoa, Grandma, that's a little bit too much information. Hey, you guys, you're some pretty cool white people. Thanks for laughing at me, because if you didn't laugh at me, I would pretty much consider you all racist. Love you all. I'm Mike Bonds. Mm. We have two comics left. I'm so happy that you're holding fast. Everybody, there's two left. One, two. Your next comedian. Oh, she's so great. And you're wearing a midriff again. God, I just love your style. I just want to be you. I want to like, no, I want to like, I want to just like, not like in a gross way, like take your skin off your body and like wear it, but like in like sort of, but like metaphorically. Uh, that was that turned weird real fast. Put your hands together, everybody, for the very funny Denise Lee. Yay! Used to make lots against the herringbone herb, but now all I do disperse the verb. I was sitting home today, but I just knew there was a monologue from Pam waiting for me, and I was like, I need that self-esteem boost today. So glad I came. Glad I came. Um, so yeah, no, it's good to be here. I just got back from Texas. I uh, was visiting my family there. Yeah, people people are crazy in Texas, all right? Like, no one is afraid of COVID at all. Not a mask to be seen anywhere. Like, everyone just walks into Walmart just, like, raw-dogging it. It's, it's, it's crazy. Like, I, I went into Walmart with my friend, um, and I was wearing a mask, and she wasn't. And she was like, well, just, like, it just makes the whole experience better, you know? 
and I was like, we are in a Walmart. <laughs> like, please, please do not call this an experience. Like, that is that is not the goal here. Um, but but yeah, no, like Walmart, Walmart's kind of like a like a sorority rush event for like COVID variants, right? Like, yeah, like, like you're in the frozen produce aisle and then someone's like, oh, you know, like I know a couple deltas, but you know, like this year I think I'm gonna go like Delta Delta Omicron. Uh <laughs> I actually don't know if Omicron is part of Greek life. Like, clearly, I was not in a sorority, all right? Like, this is not the look of someone who can throw any kind of hand sign. Like, that's that's not me. No, you look at me, you're like, Shh, she was in student government. Like, that that was the vibe. Like, she doesn't, can't, I don't look like I can throw a mixer, but I know how to put together a pretty lit Susan G. Komen race for the cure. All right, that's, uh, that's, that's where we're at. Uh, but, but yeah, um, while I was home, I got back together with my ex, you know, the way it always happens. Uh, I texted him happy birthday. You know, um, this is a lesson I learned way too late in life. Like, if you want to get back with someone from your past, your best shot is to just message them like happy whatever the closest holiday is. All right, like happy birthday, Merry Christmas. Like personally, like I'm pretty hyped for President's Day coming up. Like I got got a lineup prepared there. Uh, but but it was a mistake getting back together with my ex, all right? Like I feel the same way about getting together with exes, like the same way I feel about like finding cookie crumbs in bed, right? Like you're like, this should go in the trash, but it's midnight, you're hungry, nobody is watching, so you're gonna put it inside your body anyway, all right? Like, it's fine, it's fine. Um, what was what was the other one I was gonna do? Um, oh, yes. Um, so, so, so my ex was one of those like annoyingly like bougie people. Like he was one of those people who only bought like white people cheese. All right, like fancy cheese. Like where you know it's fancy because there are multiple syllables in the name. All right, like pecorino, camembert, that that kind of vibe. And I was just devastated when we broke up because I was just like, oh man, back to craft American cheese slices. That's that is not optimal. Um, but, huh? Super good, super good. But, you know, it's, it's not the same as, I don't know, Montanara or something. is <laughs> different, it's different. Uh, but, but yeah, so like dating obviously isn't going too well. You know, like I kind of see dating, like my dating journey, the same way I see like driving on the highway, right? Like, Legally, I'm allowed to do it, but everyone around me watching is like, that's, that's an accident that's waiting to happen. Like, that's not going to end well um, based off of, you know, her track history. Um, but, but yeah, so um, I think that is going to be all for me. Oh, my gosh, were you about to? Okay, 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 okay. Let's see. Um. 
No, the watermelon's been slapped too much. I think it's just, you know, like on the shelf, you know, like I don't think, I don't think, I don't think people need to hear it for like the 50th time. <laughs> it's, it's fine, it's fine. Um, oh, okay. So I've had to readjust my expectations to dating, right? Like when I was younger, I was like, you know, I, I want someone with like a cool, like fancy vibe, like someone who like looks like they drive a sports car, you know? And uh, now I just want somebody who has more of like a, 2012 Honda Civic vibe about them, you know, like doesn't turn any heads, but gets you very reliably from point A to point B. Four seater has plenty of trunk space for all the baggage that's accumulated over the years. So yeah, okay, I'm Denise, thank you. Yay! 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 Denise Lee, everyone, yay! I see you, girl. If I had to choose for the rest of my life between sex and cheese, I'm absolutely going cheese. Like, there's no question. I like cheese better than sex is what I'm saying. No? <laughs> ah, cool. All right, your last committee of the night. I'm so excited to bring them up. Put your hands together for Roxanne. Yay! Hey, what's up, everybody? How's everybody tonight? So, like, you know, it's been a while since I've done comedy. It's maybe, like, since, like, 2020. Like, yes, I did it, like, in Las Vegas when I used to live there. So, like, so, like here's what's going on. So, you know what's really annoying to me right now? Like, a lot of, a lot of younger generation, like, claiming shit as, like, us, me, like, I'm, like, 32 right now. Like, claiming shit as, like, as their own is saying, like, Oh, like the, what do you call it? As a, like, they release, like, for example, they release a Tamagotchi saying, oh, saying like, for example, saying, oh, hey, look, this just came out, the Tamagotchi. Hey, this is brand new. Hey, we'll just claim it as our own. How's the, you know, that's annoying to me. It's like, no, bitch. Hey, we grew up with that stuff. That You can't claim that as your own, you know? <laughs> or like, for example, hey, look, look at my new clothing line. Look at this new clothing I'm wearing. It's called Tommy Hilfiger. Have you heard of it? Saying, yeah, I heard of it. I grew up with that stuff in the 90s. What the hell are you talking about? You know, that's all crazy and shit, you know. You know, speaking of the, you know, speaking of the 90s, you know, like it was crazy, like all the, all, all the raunchy stuff that they, all the raunchy shows, like, you know, Married with Children and like Ren and Stimpy, you know. But then, you know, there's another raunchy show that was back in the day, Jerry Springer. <laughs> yeah, everybody remembers Jerry Springer, right? So you know, I wish he can come back and do like a like a I could like a special show, like what like fake actors called call it Jerry Springer Biblical Edition. You know, I have actors come in, so like you'll be like, hey, would you guys guys please come in? Um, would you guys please um, welcome my next person on the stage, um, Joseph. So like Joseph comes in, hey Joseph, why are you pissed off? Oh, you know why I'm pissed off. My wife had sex with another man, and you know all that. You know who that man is. And then, and then Mary comes in. Mary, Mary is like, "Hey, what's up, Joseph? Hey, don't talk to me. I know you slept with another man, and and conceived another son, and conceived the son that's not her own. And then, and then you see Jesus in the audience. Mom and dad stop fighting. Hey, you ain't my son, so shut the fuck up, all right?" <laughs> 
And then they'll have another, they'll have another statement. It's like, would you guys please welcome Cain? Cain, why did you do it? Oh, you know why damn well I killed my own brother? No, that's all, that's all crazy. You know, speaking of, speaking of religion, you know what's so annoying? Um, the Jehovah's Witness door-to-door. Like, I, I get it. It's, it's, it's all right. Like, Jehovah's Witness want to. But it's like, I don't like it when it's so annoying. Like, they come knocking at the door saying, hey, excuse me. Like, they come knocking at the door. Excuse me. Can I spread to you the, um, about a Lord Savior? I was like, no, thank you very much. But you know what's funny? I wonder if they ever knock on a, knock on a, what do you call it, a Spanish household, and they do that thing. Hey, excuse me. I was wondering if I could talk to you about um, Jesus Christ. Um, wait, I was, hold on. Sorry, that's the wrong phrasing. I was wondering if I, did you know that Jesus loves you? Hold on, give me one second. Hey, Jesus, what? Do you love me? No, bitch. And then he throws his chanclas at him. That's really funny. And then here's a, you know, speaking of religion too, you know, I wonder if, if, if um, Noah, you know, the dude with the ark, I wonder if we were asked Rihanna to get animals onto the ark. And Noah would be like, Rihanna, how do we get animals onto the ark? And then Rihanna would be like, it goes one by the one and the two by the two. Let's go something like that. So um, I want to tell like a funny family story I had with my me growing up as as um, kids. So we took a family trip to Las Vegas with me, my sister, my mom, and my dad. And then we we all stayed at Circus Circus. And then we won a pet. We won like a stuffed snake at at the Midway Games. It was cool and all, but then me and my sister wanted to give it a name. And it was just me and my sister were like, hey, why don't we name it? Dildo. And my dad over here, like, where the fuck? Where'd, the, where'd you learn that name from? I was like, isn't that the lightsaber that mom keeps in the bedroom closet? I was like, you use the force for that one. I was like, you know, before we go, I was like, um, here's another funny story. Like, you know, me and my friend saw this cute girl at a bar, and we were fighting over her, saying, like, I'd see you who asked her out. No, let me, let me ask her out. No, let me ask her out. And she was like, no, enough, both of you. If one of you can use liver and cheese in the best sense possible, you guys can ask me out. All right. So my friend goes first. I said, all right. He goes, said, hey, girl, if you go out with me, you know what we have in my house? We have liver and cheese. I was like, oh, this fool. So I go step out and I grab her by the arm. I said, hey, leave her alone. Cheese with me. <laughs> all right. And that's my time. That's our show. I was really excited uh, that Roxanne was talking about religion and stuff there for a second because I used to be a cheerleader for God. There is only one God, and he is the sun God. Ra, ra, ra. Yay. All right, that's been our show tonight. I'm super excited. Um, Hey, I'm actually I'm actually on Lord of the Zings, just letting everybody know in the radio world and everyone here. Uh, at the knockout tonight, Lord of the Zings, it's happening right now. And uh, we're going to run over there and be on that show. All right, thank you so much for being here. You're amazing, real people. I love you, real people with souls. Thank you for being here. Thank you, all the comedians. Thank you, real person with a soul. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Chad. Jay, you're amazing. Roxanne, Pat's still here. Mike Bonds, hell yeah. 
chat of my brilliant buddies. Thank you all, everybody. And uh, we'll be here I mean, tomorrow at Atlas and Monday, Joke Workshop, Tuesday, OMG, Wednesday, Asiento, Thursday, Boozland, and then Friday, we'll be back here. Okay, bye. Astound and scare, I reign terror into another nigga rap. Error my rhymes to date, I lubricate like aloe vera. I'm extreme, resting in the land of the plot and the scheme. Peace to men, she rocking the equal team. I remain calm, lyrically, I got the bomb when you put me on. I remain calm, I remain calm, lyrically, I got the bomb when you put me on. I remain calm, I remain calm, lyrically, I got the bomb when you put me on. I remain calm, I remain calm, lyrically, I got the bomb when you put me on. topic and I'll drop it because it gets heavier never marry a flurries a throne the hell would a royal phone a microphone will be convenient I'm never being mean on them folk could go on a slope cause they get dope but up a doo pop 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 we making tough towns cause we knock those bust down so that's that I know you dig it when I kick it baby that's that I know you dig it when I kick it baby that's that I know you dig it when I kick it baby that's that I know you dig it when I kick it baby that's that I know you dig it when I kick it baby that's that I know you dig it when I kick it baby that's that I know you dig it when I kick it ba
To inspire, hit my dress up for numbers of women that I admire. Laid around and laughed till around two. Then I got up and ate, drank a brew and caught a vase from the crew, saying, Where you at? Later, meet us up at the plat, bring a sack. And yo, it's Saturday, it's gonna be fat. Now it's 3 37 and I still ain't left the rest. Electric relaxation from a drop called Quest with the boo. Talking, smoking, cooling out as I fall in my room, cause that's a lazy. Yeah. 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 This is a message to my mellow in the front seat of the Jeep pumping beats for your rubber in the summertime. I'm rising to the shine at 1220. Ghetto streets are sunny. Niggas is getting money. It's mad hot. And what I got to do, I'm not sure. I call him Mora. This dip I know from Bora Bora. Was rapping for a second. My when I reckon that I was doing a six. She was inviting me to the flicks. Then I went blue with kids. Click. I'm in the shower. I met the bath in which I simmered for half an hour. Then got trier. Put on a tire to inspire. Hit my dress up for numbers of women that I admire. Laid around and lounge still around two. Then I got up and ate, drank a brew, and caught a page from my crew. Saying where you at? Later meet us up at the plaque. Bring a sack. Nigga, it's Saturday. It's gonna be fat. Now it's 3.37 and I still ain't left the rest. Electric relaxation from a trial called Quest with the boom. Soaking, smoking, cooling out as I parlay in my room. Cause it's a lazy afternoon. 
Then we'll start the next song right there. Come on. We're gonna do a lesson like this, baby. Break it on down. Come on. On the side, and I'm right there like our father knows, and we're gonna kick a little something like this. Check it, cause I'm known for the <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. You're now witnessing the incredible. tonight, you know what I'm saying? And this is how we get funky, improvisational style, you know what I'm saying, baby doll? Off the top, 
Not from the bottom, not from the middle. That's how we do it. Check it out. <laughs>
Yo, niggas cannot see me, cannot be me or Capture the metaphoric phrase, blasted off stage when I tore I am but a messenger, born to blow up My niggas knew it all the time Lyrically, I was a dime at the age of nine Shorty black, Karam on the mic, I never wasted time I'm the exquisite wizard when I visit shorties I hit it, I'm cool as a blizzard, nigga, what? Chill when I bust your fronts with the butt on my black Paper chaser and then erase your rhyme Sucker MCs, how I hate the way you waste your time I stay the mind, shine like this diamond studded I rhyme, but it on stage Word is born when I'm on I rage Got the 12 gauge at the wrestle play And then to rest you late My everyday MO is getting no Cause times is rougher than a mother For brothers to scuffle shuffle your guard skin Cause the art is Niggas are hustling Live foul this wild environment Hostile Produce the music in me So my style's the blender What isn't what You could get a buzz from it But into too deep and reach a summit You're falling then plumbing Beyond real Will you killed if your raps ain't ill Another crap Motherfucker Another cap The pill Through these ends I'm older than camps to dance Niggas too advanced, I want, I'm just telling you what goes on. Do you wanna know? Some more other shit. This some more next shit. 
But it's like an only but goodie with people who are truly down with the roots. You know what I'm saying? It's a little tune that we came up with under our creative influence. You know what I'm saying? We're just gonna bust it out like this. You know what I'm saying? We're just gonna start into it. First, I gotta make sure everything's correct. Yo. Hey, yo, what's up? Is everything cool over here? Everything's cool with all, you know what I'm saying? All the instruments, all the amps are cool. Where everything chill, everything chilling and hubbing. Hassan and Sadiq, yeah. And hubbing ain't even paying me no attention. Hey, yo, bust it. I think this shit's thing. cool. So I'm gonna go ahead and start this shit off. Nigga, break you know yourself, fool. I'm gonna start break it off with shit. Sound check or something. We didn't even, we didn't get a proper sound check. I think, all right, we're gonna take just a five minute break. Oh, yeah. We're just gonna take like a five minute break and we're gonna do the sound check and shit. You know what I'm saying? And then we can get the show back on the road moving. It's gonna start out like this. Bass check, one, two. Keys check, one, two. Drums check, one, two. It's the roots. Now what we want you all to do is sit back, y'all, and just relax, y'all. From the beginning, it's a bit, 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 
Linda Banks, help on the bass. I hope you had a day. Dang, dang, boom, plays it sweet. And does it boom, but they get it boom, don't lose the beat. The words boom, diggity bang, down, you heard just what I said. So let this boom, ding, 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 fuck you with my head. But yo, we boom, bang, boom, don't steal my man. Back in the boom, boom, 